This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out and Randy McKay. Yes, indeed. The hot Randy McKay. Seven and two. Another winning week in the NFL last week here on the Sports Better's Paradise. Randy, uh, last time in, I tell you, um, we were split. Uh, I kind of favored Cleveland uh, in the Thursday night game. You had Pittsburgh, and I'll be, I'll be very fair here. That, that could have gone, obviously, either way. You know, uh, Pittsburgh uh, settling for the field goal when they could have gotten a touchdown. And it was uh, it was in the balance, uh, so to speak. The Tampa Bay, Green Bay, no problem there. We like those sleepers, man. man. Look, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Hell with uh, entertainment value. Give me an undersleeper like that in uh, Tampa Bay and Green Bay. And also San Francisco, Denver. Everybody criticizing that one. Randy, where are all the underplayers, huh? That was beautiful on Sunday night. Yeah, and I went to that game. It was pretty uh, not the most exciting game to watch. In <laughs> fact, the most exciting thing I seen was this guy get arrested in the food line. <laughs> what what happened in the food line, Randy? Well, this guy, an obnoxious fan, he was uh, causing a ruckus and not letting us get our chicken fingers, and finally the cops came, and it was a nice scene to watch. It was fun to watch him get taken away. Well, uh, yeah, look, let's, let's get, <laughs> uh, you know, a public service announcement here. Don't get in between my man Randy McKay and his chicken fingers, okay? Yeah. I mean, it, it could be trouble. It could be trouble. Hey, um, so you were in the stands uh, in Denver. I mean, the the whole Russell Wilson thing, it's just, I mean, it's just so slow to warm up. Um, What's the chatter, man? Uh, you know, maybe in the bars before the game, in the stands, after the game with the post-game show, you know, our buddy Brandon Stokely gives us a, a weekly report. It's it's off to an ugly offensive start, even though they're 2-1 and one in record. Yeah, and of course the fans are fans. They think Russell's going to still be the great Russell that came over from Seattle, even though I think he's regressed a little bit. And uh, this Hackett, I think, is over his head a little bit. I, yeah, this is uh, one of the worst 2-1 and one teams there is. You can put them there with the Giants, I suppose. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, the fans are still optimistic, but uh, I think they can see the writing in the wall. They need to win defensive games. Even the, Some of the fans even said, yeah, this reminds me of the Tim Tebow days. Wow. Wow. I mean, that, that, well, that is uh, – <laughs> boy, that's – I mean, he, he does let, – let's be fair. He does have a bunch of new parts. It's, you know, they did try and work out. He, they went to his home with the receivers to try and uh, fine-tune their chemistry. But – there were a lot of new pieces, new coaching staff. It sometimes it takes, you know, the continuity. Just you don't know, snap your fingers, and there it is. So 
I'm not ready to, you know, like give up on their chances of being a good offensive unit, a good passing game yet, but it is off to a slower start than anybody anticipated. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just, it's going to be a work in progress, you know, and this team I think is a bet against for the first half of the season till maybe they get a buy and get something going. Um, in fact, I might be even going to another game again soon when they play Indianapolis on a Thursday night, and that should be an interesting game as well. All right, our NFL uh, handicappers, uh, you, Wes Reynolds, uh, Aaron Renning, and Jonathan Von Tobel, a collective 22 and 15, 59%. It's very good. Really good. But it's not as good as 77% at 7 and 2, which you are. Uh, so uh, very good. And um, you're also off to a very nice start in our buddy Matt Humans, one of our regular contributors in his uh, handicapping contest. Had to decline, man. I've got commitments. My son's high school football, and we do a show every Sunday uh, down here in the South. But uh, I would have liked to got into it as well. Where do you stand in Matt's uh, contest? I believe I'm tied for third, and I uh, got a ten and five record, and I'm two games behind first. So uh, you know, good start so far, first three weeks, and uh, just keep it going, and uh, you know, just keep grinding along, trying to find your five best to put in there every week. It's a you know, it's different when you got to put in that Friday window. You know, a lot of your picks you like, yeah. like before the week have already moved, so you kind of got to use some different picks. Like I, I thought Herbert wouldn't be that good last week, so I used the Jaguars game under. Unfortunately, they scored a late touchdown on me to put the game over the total. Probably should have just used the Jaguars for a side, but I kind of stayed away from that one. But. Uh, that's how it goes, but it's uh, you got a four four hour window there early in the morning, so it's a it's a little tougher contest, and you're betting against the circle lines too, which are usually pretty sharp. Hey, let's uh, let's start uh, with the Los Angeles Chargers, and that was an interesting uh, development last week, and we were all aware that okay, Justin Herbert is uh, you know, considering taking this painkiller right before we all saw how hurt he was uh, and got the reports, but then the line was posted. And when the line is posted at seven, six and a half or seven, wherever you shop, uh, that that tells us that he was, uh, you know, that he was uh, going to play. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, I'm sorry, three and a half. I'm getting getting backwards. It was three and a half for a while. That's telling us he's not going to play. And then, boom, they flip it. Uh, I can't remember a time where Vegas or any odds in an NFL game posted a number that was out there to be had so long, and that was wrong based on the information. It tells us that this truly was a 50-50 situation, and Herbert was very close to not playing, but then he did. So when they flipped it to seven, I said, well, he's compromised. I mean, if they posted that number thinking that he was not going to play, that's not based on just uh, you know just dreaming that number up. So that was uh, the deal, and the Jaguars are much improved. So now they go to Houston. It's the place where they lost last year, one of the uh, bigger upsets in the NFL uh, last year. Houston uh, drops the game to Chicago. If you found three, you did get a push in Chicago at Soldier Field. That would put you at uh, the the Texans at either two and one ATS or two zero oh, and one. Now the Chargers, and here we go again with Herbert, but they've got a lot of other injuries as well. Randy going into Houston as five point favorites at Bet Rivers. Yeah, and that's the main reason I like Houston. We've seen a uh, very competitive team here, even though they're a little shorthanded. They don't quite have the manpower that other teams have, 
they can run the ball pretty well. You know, Lovey's going to conserve the ball, run the clock down. You've seen a pretty improved defense, too, with uh, Houston in their games. Uh, you know, all of them have been pretty low scoring. And, and like you said, they're 2-0-1 against the spread if you're doing your work and getting the best number like you should. And I really like the way uh, they're running the ball with this new kid, uh, Pierce. Yeah. He's been looking really good at running back. So, you know, and, and Cooks is still a decent wide receiver for a weapon for them. So, and then and then they got that tight end, Howard. He's had a few touchdowns. So, they, they've done pretty well there. And I'm mostly betting against a shorthanded Charger team. Not only is Herbert banged up, but we're seeing Joey Bosa probably won't play. Slater's down on the offensive line and Lindsley, probably the center. So uh, when teams start losing, you know, big time people like that, especially on cluster injuries on the offensive line, that's when I got to look to take points here, especially on the road. You know, they did they did lose to him last year here in this spot. So, uh, you know, this t- Houston team has familiarity with uh, beating the Chargers and the Chargers do Charger things. They make you know, they make some bonehead mistakes daily so far. He doesn't know if he wants to go for it or kick field goals. And also Keenan Allen might not play again either. So, uh, I mean, you got so many issues for the Chargers here that I'm almost obligated here to take Houston plus the points. And uh, hopefully Mills doesn't give it up like he did last week against uh, the Bears. Staley has gone from uh, is the, the of the 32 head coaches from first to the most aggressive on fourth down to probably last. I mean, it's just a complete 180. And, I mean, my goodness, can we get a little moderation uh, in here and kind of pick your spots and uh, maybe let the flow, how the game is unfolding uh, have a bearing on on your decision-making. But with all of the fourth down, we can go back and forth and analytics were not invented last uh, last week, okay? They've been having statistics for quite some time, all right? And, you know, it prepares you. But, damn it, Herbert was – he barely was able to start. Get him out of the game when the game is decided. And his explanation after, um, he wanted to be in there. Man, <laughs> you're the coach it's a professional athlete of any level has to get hyped up and get the adrenaline flowing to where you yeah you have to be mentally ready to go in there but you have to have some sense that's that's indefensible to me randy yeah and these teams i i don't get it this is a 17 game season you know think for the long run a little bit and a lot of these times they make short decision you know uh, outcomes instead of thinking about the long run here. I mean, you're down that big. There's no reason for him to take more hits. There's no reason for him to be, even be out there. Let him rest. Let him get healthy. This is a long season. You still, you're still in it. You still get a chance. I mean, yeah, don't uh, risk everything on one game. I, I was surprised he even played, but uh, that's their decision, and uh, they have to live with it. And hopefully, you know, going forward, he's going to be okay. All right, uh, nine 1 p.m. Eastern kicks and only three uh, 405-425s. slash One of those is Green Bay and New England. So uh, Green Bay doing their usually thing. They take preseason off. They look terrible in the season opener, and then they kind of get gone. They get beat in, uh, in, in week one. Uh, now they have won and covered the spread 
and then weeks two and three. Now here comes New England. Mac Jones was knocked out of this one. Green Bay is 10 and 40, Randy. First of all, the side, you're looking at the Patriots and the points. Yeah, and and uh, we'll get in a little correlation here. This is kind of a correlation game for me. Of course, Mac Jones is out, but uh, you have the uh, veteran Brian Hoyer in there. And we've all seen Brian Hoyer, Hoyer play. And when he's in there, it's, it's a conservative style. That's one of the main reasons I like the uh, New England here getting. And it's hard to get 10 points with a halfway decent team in the NFL, and we're getting that in this spot. And we also seen last week, you know, Green Bay played a very smart game, especially early. They got a couple touchdowns. Bowl finally made adjustments, and they didn't score after that. But they were running the clock down, conserving their team, doing the dink and dunk thing, you know. And when teams are running the clock down, that favors the under. And we had the under in that Tampa Bay Green Bay, and that was a pretty easy win for us. So that's another thing we're looking at here. And, uh, you know, Belichick, he's, he tried to do that against, uh, against Baltimore, but they were forced to speed up there because they got behind. And right. that got to be a Baltimore-style game where they had, to, they had to go fast pace. And New England doesn't quite have them kind of talent on offense to do that. So they got a dink and dunk. And uh, that's the main reason. I, I, I definitely think uh, New England will keep it close here. Because we haven't seen really that much success out of this Green Bay offense. They've had receivers down, even though Rodgers looks like he's starting to get some chemistry with this rookie Dobbs out of uh, Nevada. Nevada you know? So uh, he's starting to do, but they're a running team now. I mean, they're not going to be a team that hits you with a big strike, long play down the field. So uh, this all correlates to a pretty good side here for New England and getting double digits in NFL with a halfway decent team is one you have to take here because they cover most of these situations. It it does look like uh, Green Bay is uh, shifted uh, early to uh, leaning on Jones-Dillon in that uh, combination of passing attack. You know, also, uh, even when Rodgers throws it, I mean, against Tampa Bay, it's a, it's a lot of short stuff. Seven yards an attempt uh, in the game uh, on uh, Sunday. So, uh, kind of keeping it safe a little bit with uh, some of the, you know, Cobb had the the long one uh, for forty yards, but I mean it's it's a it's a lot of controlled stuff uh, for Green Bay early on with Aaron Rodgers with all these new pieces that he has at wide receiver. Yeah, and that's that's the way they're going to move forward, I think, and and you could tell that going into the season until they get these young young rookie receivers that they got the speed with with Watson and Dobbs going. They're going to be a dink and dunk type style team. Usually he likes to go that tight end, but he's been hurt as well. So uh, they've really had to dink and dunk and, uh, you know, even use Jones as one of their main receivers and then Dylan in the backfield. So uh, when he's in the backfield, they're Dylan. They like to pound the ball a lot. So this looks like a, a low scoring, barely getting the twenties type game. So you got to take plus 10 in this situation. All right, uh, so Randy's three picks this week. Uh, New England plus 10, the under New England Green Bay 40 and a half, and also Houston plus four. Two and one last week, seven and two on the season. So a uh, great start uh, for uh, Randy McKay uh, here on the Sports Betters Paradise. Our NFL handicappers, again, seven games over 500. 
59% uh, for the season. I do want to ask you one more thing, Randy, before we let you go, and that is we have seen the undertrend early on of this season. We didn't know how that was going to play out because in the preseason there was such an emphasis on illegal contact. And so they want to, they, they, we thought they were going to call that more. I, I'm not sure, theorize, maybe because we don't have that traditional four preseason game schedule, everybody was pretty uniform in their approach when it was four games. Now it's only three. You have two weeks before the last, uh, before the, uh, the season opener in the last preseason game. And we've seen the approach in preseason as far as playing your players varied a little bit. I think teams like Green Bay, who sits everybody, it's kind of slower to start on, on the offensive side. Um, and maybe other teams have followed suit as well. But your thoughts on also just the undertrend, divisional games, massive undertrend when you talk about those, 15-3 uh, and three going into the Monday night game, depending on where you got it. Most people had the under on that one. And also now, well, have they adjusted enough where the, the totals are – don't just bet under blind. Just some thoughts on the totals right now. Well, as far as the totals go, I bet the sports books are doing pretty well, so they might not adjust them too much because uh, they're going to take over money every week. So uh, okay. they'll probably want the sports books probably won't adjust. Uh, the NFL might adjust a little bit. Uh, we'll see uh, with the officiating if they call it any difference. So far, it's been. They've been laying back and not calling so many penalties, except for like Scott Novak's crew. I don't really like that guy. Uh, he calls <laughs> a lot of penalties. It seems like he likes to be on the screen. Uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, I, I still see, you know, sportsbooks not adjusting. And like you said, I don't think these teams are warmed up yet. A lot of these teams sat too much. And I agree with that. They, I think we'll see adjustment next year in the preseason where a lot of these quarterbacks, a lot of these running backs and receivers play more. So uh, keep that in mind. Put that in your notes that maybe some of these preseason games will see some of the, you know, the better, better players playing, and that could lead to overs in the preseason. But as far now, I wouldn't adjust any of your total rankings I would just wait and see and uh, still look for some decent unders because sportsbooks, they like under games. They like underdogs winning. They, that's how they make their money. It's not right. when favorite, favorites and overs come in. That's right. Uh, the betting public is always going to bet uh, favorites and uh, overs. I mean, it's a, they bet what they want to pull for. And they don't want to pull for, you know, dribble, dribble, miss, miss. You know, I mean, they want to, you know, they want to be entertained. And I, I know this. So if it went under on Monday night with the Giants in Dallas, you're looking at a nine and seven week. Okay, still a profitable week on the unders. But the games that are going over are barely going over. Vikings-Lions, 51 and a half. They scored 52. Uh, I mean, Titans-Raiders. Uh, the total was 45 and a half. They scored 46 and needed a big fourth and 15 uh, late to keep that going. So the, the ones that are going over are barely going over, and the ones that are going under are going under by a lot. Jaguars-Chargers, late score there. Total was 45 and a half. They scored 48. They got it uh, at the very end. So uh, that's what I'm seeing, too. 
man, you you know, the ones that are going under, you got a lot of room to spare. So we'll see. Hey, look at him, man. He's seven and two. He's got a new car. He's got a new haircut. My man is looking sharp. We 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 <laughs> we love having him uh, on the air. He's uh, with us uh, every Wednesday, and also uh, he's on our uh, our radio show, Jimmy Odds Game Time, presented by Bet Rivers every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. Good luck, Randy. Great stuff as always. We'll see you uh, We'll see you next week. Great. Thanks uh, Thanks a lot, and good luck, everybody out there this weekend. For Randy McKay, I'm Jimmy Ott here in the Sports Better Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.